Welcome to the group chat. This is The Middle Space with Katie and Georgina talking all things self-employment, anxiety, friendship and more. Welcome back to series two of The Middle Space. I know. Doesn't it feel like it's been a really long time? I mean, it has been a really long time. Quite a lot has happened in between. Yeah, when was our last episode? But in the meantime, we've seen each other. We've been busy we doing have. our own things. And um, we just wanted, we just needed a reboot, really, didn't we? We needed a break and a reboot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I didn't, we've been doing this podcast for like, on and off for a year and a half. And I think um, we just had really busy lives I guess you know like <laughs> I think that's really normal like it was so I think it was just maybe it's just unsustainable of us to expect to be able to whack out yeah, a podcast I, every week yeah I think it's when you're passionate or excited about something it's very easy to go yep I will be doing this 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 and this in this way and it'll all be fabulous and then of course life happens yeah um and especially with the stuff that has happened like it's hardly been just kind of normal run-of-the-mill stuff either I suppose um yeah we're married and whatnot we will come back to that though yeah I know it's been pretty busy so yeah we're back with series two we're doing a little bit of a reboot um and we're just excited to to I guess be here and talk about some topics we're really passionate about um going into we're not we're not we're not starting easy though are we no we're not starting easy and we are not starting easy but I'm excited to be here and talk about it with you and yeah I'm so excited so I mean this episode and what we want to talk about is really about Roe v Wade and the Supreme Court in the United States ruling that has overturned the abortion the 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 precedent that sets sets the um, abortions legal in the United States because this is obviously just such a one a really passionate topic for me I know you Katie but also just something that hits I think at the home of every female person around the world who yeah wants autonomy over their body yeah absolutely yeah I mean I think part of me you know as I said at the beginning part of me saying oh heavy subject to start with but I think the thing is when things like this occur when events like this happen in the world I think it does make a lot of other things seem rather inconsequential Mm. and I think to not talk about it because it's too controversial or too deep is exactly the reason why we should talk about it because yeah the ruling is extremely controversial um it it shouldn't be controversial to talk about it no exactly Um, exactly and it's treated like it should you know that we that 
people shouldn't talk about these things and actually it completely we absolutely should for many many reasons so we will <laughs> yeah exactly Basically. we're just gonna we're gonna dive right in and and start where it began which is yes. where row uh v red how it came about because it started mm-hmm. well the, the 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 case started in 1969 where mm-hmm. jane Rowe, which was a, a pseudonym for a lady who called norma mccorvey who challenged a criminal abortion law in texas now it was illegal to get an abortion in texas at the time it was considered yep. unconstitutional except in cases where the mother's life was in danger so uh, to explain if you're in in the uk and compared to countries like france or america mm-hmm. where they have constitutions which give you a list of things that you are your rights in the uk we have the opposite we have um things that are illegal are put into law mm-hmm. so we don't necessarily have like a bill of rights of things we are allowed to that's something that is coming around but um and, and might make an appearance soon but we don't have a list of things that you are allowed to do we just have a list of things that are illegal in america it's different you have all these rights such as, such as like the right to bear arms and the right to free speech things that you are allowed to do so they argued that abortion was unconstitutional and um her case was rejected and she was forced to give birth but her appeal made it to the US Supreme Court in 1973 and it was heard alongside another another case and the two women that they argued that abortion law in Texas and Georgia went against the constitution because it infringed a woman's right to privacy and they won seven to two and they they decided that a woman's right to terminate her pregnancy was protected by the US constitution as in it's a right just like now um gay marriage is in America is a right um is it am I got that right is uh we need to fact check that one uh I'm gonna I'm googling this one don't worry yeah well and you see this is this is yes partly this is but this is partly the issue with both roe v wade and a lot of other issues in america is that unlike in this country where rules are made and they are instigated throughout the country um even in the devolved nations there are some variation but not to the extent in america where yeah there's the state laws system. and the federal laws yeah exactly so as you said state laws federal laws meaning that certain states between the absolutely so so it law. can be different per so and this is obviously the issue with abortion is that and the roe v wade case and the overturning is that whilst we'll we'll get into it but it's different in different parts of the country and again that's why yeah, we've had to do that because yeah. it can get complicated yeah and so i think once the supreme court decided that abortion was constitutional it, they created mm-hmm. this trimester system which is is what um, works in, in in many other countries in that you have the absolute right to have an abortion in the first three months some government regulation in the second trimester and then it's banned um in the last trimester because the fetus could be 
uh, viable. Yeah. But that a woman can have an abortion in the final trimester if it's necessary to save her life or her health. So obviously it has gone to the Supreme Court again. And unfortunately, and this is, I think this is just devastating for any women, I don't know, um, they have ruled that um, it is individual states have autonomy over what the rules are. So it's not a constitutional right to have an abortion, which means it's decided at a state level. So every state can make their own choices and individual states can ban the procedure completely. And they expect that, you know, half of the states in the United States will be having restrictions or bans on um, abortion. 13 of those automatically um, imposed those laws straight away after the Supreme Court ruling. Some others are following quickly. Um, but yes, unfortunately, it's just, yeah, really sad, I think. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, I think our personal views are pretty evident. And I think we're yeah. both of the opinion that I'm going to be blunt here. If anyone listening to this isn't uh, isn't disgusted by it or at the very least doesn't agree doesn't agree that this is not a good thing to happen shouldn't be listening to be completely honest yeah. this this isn't this isn't one thing of oh you know you've got your opinion and I've got mine I think it really does fall into this category of you are either on the right side of this or you're on the wrong side. Now, you may be on the wrong side because you haven't been, you haven't educated yourself, you haven't had the right information, whatever. And that that is understandable because there's a lot of rhetoric going online, you know, TikTok, whatever. Everyone is very vocal about their opinions, but ignorance is no excuse for being on the wrong side of things. Um, yeah. And, and, and I feel like ultimately, the, yourself. yeah, I think ultimately at the base level, well, what you believe is completely up to you and what your choice over yourself is, but mm -hmm. you don't have the right to impose what your beliefs are on anybody else yeah if you you know if you don't want to have an abortion if you believe it is wrong don't have an abortion mm -hmm. no mm -hmm. one is making you have one you know mm -hmm. whether uh, you know there you have there is no you, you don't need to get be worried that if you're going to get pregnant you're going to be forced to have one absolutely not but that is solely your issue um mm. and you need to keep that damn opinion away from other people yes exactly and i mean like there's been so much shared about situations where women have found themselves in where they have chosen to get an abortion for various reasons mm -hmm. such as rape you know mm -hmm. incest um um where it puts the mother's life in danger or or yeah. there's um you know a very good chance that that child that baby will will die on birth or won't be born alive and um, but there are also many situations or no situations at all where you might choose that um outcome and not because of a 
what you consider a big reason I put, I put that inverted commas because yeah. you know any reason to you if you if you really don't want to have a child it's mm-hmm. still a big reason so there are going to be thousands of women all over the planet that for financial reasons family reasons yeah. um educational reasons all of these impacts but also the right that, that they just don't want mm-hmm. to have children won't mm-hmm. be affected by this and and I think it's naive to think that we won't we in, in the UK won't be affected by this in any way because yeah. um I think we have to continue to fight for our rights mm-hmm. and autonomy over our own bodies and, and how we live our lives because you never know when that might get taken away absolutely I mean it's you know in the 30 however many years I can't do the maths at the top of my head that you know that um Roe v Wade was in effect there was it was it was deemed part of the constitution you know you had the constitutional right I mean (laughs) forgetting there's you know arguments in other fields of the constitution which we won't go into that believe you know these things can't be overturned they are in the constitution well that's so obviously excuse my french a load of bollocks because Mm. they have so i think this naivety of that they won't go after other things yeah given that they've gone after abortion and are spewing out all this rhetoric which is just complete nonsense um the right thing to do is obviously got nothing to do with the um decision making process so i think the precedent has been said that so you know obviously there's now lots of talk about gay marriage and contraception Mm. and all that Mm. kind of stuff so yeah yeah, um interesting scary yeah, time I mean it is so scary and, and just if you're looking at this from a statistics point of view like a, uh, unsafe abortion is a leading but preventable cause of maternal death and morbidities it leads to yeah. so many complications um and social and I don't know uh, burdens on women um mm-hmm. and you know 45 percent of all abortions are unsafe 97 percent of those take place in developing countries you know yeah and and this is the thing isn't it it's that it's a big if you're on social media you know in the minutes hours days after the overturning you know the big statement was the overturning of roe v wade doesn't stop abortions it stops safe ones yeah exactly Exactly. women that are desperate and that are because no one (laughs) no one goes oh you know what don't know what to do today I'm pregnant and I don't fancy it anymore so you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna go and have an abortion you know there are serious reasons why a woman is deciding to do that now whether that's her own mental health physical health her feeling unsafe her baby's health the fetus's health whatever yeah all those reasons not be a parent you know the reasons are all still going to be there Mm, now that you've found abortion so all that's going to happen is they will that woman will look somewhere to do it now Mm. of course the 
wealthy, and I won't say too many derogatory things about certain politicians, but the wealthy have options because mm, they simply yeah. go somewhere else. You know, yeah, they fly going to impact low income women in low income situations or middle income situations mm-hmm. more than it's going to affect those that can afford it. Absolutely. You know? And these backstreet clinics are not the story of horror films or of myth and fairy tale they are very very real and women die Mm. um yeah and it's 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 just i've yeah i mean the fact that i mean i could go into lots of things the best argument the best thing i heard someone say was when you've got a medical transplant and someone is in medical need of an organ even if that person's life is in jeopardy they do not have the right to Mm. get that kidney maybe their husband brother wife sister has one to match well they've got a spare one i i'm gonna die i have the right to have their kidney because it will keep me alive well no that's illegal because that person with that kidney has you can't take a kidney away from me without my consent you may be in dire need but that kidney is mine mm. Mm. and it is and you're going to force someone to give birth to a child yeah put them in a situation where either they aren't desired they aren't wanted or mm-hmm. that could be dangerous it's that's not mm-hmm. pro-life at all I think the terms are wrong it's you you know we have pro-choice oh, yeah, yeah. and anti-choice there's just by... no if you were if there were if the people that made decisions about the countries that we lived in were pro-life they would invest more money for low-income families and foster care and health care and contraception and sex education and we would be trying to avoid unplanned pregnancies rather than absolutely stopping it um, when we're at a point where you can't you, you, you have no choice we're just no I mean as you say if it was really pro life you know there would be there would America would have a national health service. They would yeah, have completely. federal yeah. laws over maternity and paternity care because that's what that's what we forget. This is a country that it is up to an invid- individual company whether they're going to offer maternity leave. Now get your head around that because I don't think people realise maternity leave is not statutory in the United States. Yeah you want time off either before having a baby or after it you take unpaid leave yeah unless you're unless unless the company you have been able to afford certain health insurances but of course there's a whole issue with that or your particular company has healthcare benefits but that's completely at their discretion Mm, i mean that's what makes this so unbelievably twisted that it yeah you know anyone thinking that this is about unborn babies and the lives of fetuses you are wrong and you need to go and look things up 
I know, and it and it just imposes on so many human rights that we have, such as one, the right to privacy. I mean, it's just a basic, yeah, right. And then that that, that comes into the whole thing of that, about the digital age we mm-hmm. live in, which is just a whole another rabbit hole you could go down. Mm-hmm. But also mm-hmm. it's discriminatory because nobody is forcing men to bear children that they don't want to have. Hundred percent. Be like taking away the ability of men to get women pregnant yeah 100 percent. and as you know as the vice president of the united states kamala harris said you know to i think it was one of the uh, senators name me one law or one piece of the american constitution that dictates what happens on a man's body yeah and And unsurprisingly the gentleman couldn't answer I think it's so hard because time changes, society changes, life moves mm-hmm. on. That constitution was written so long ago. It yeah. is not going to be able to reflect the life and the society that we live in today. It isn't. Absolutely. And those, it needs to, it, uh, you, there needs to be, you know, updating of yeah. the rights and regulations across mm-hmm. The, the judicial systems and the legal mm-hmm. systems of all countries mm-hmm. because you cannot reflect on things that happened in the 1800s 1900s even the early 2000s as a reflection of what life mm-hmm. is like today mm-hmm. it's not it's not sustainable it's not a sustainable way to live you know well, no but, you know if i don't know how many years it was that you know it was legal to have a slave i know like what and obviously things change and move on and Mm. but well yeah things have changed and moved on and they have correct they have changed laws it's just it seems to be when they do do it it is in a completely absurd offensive oppressive way it just boggles me Mm. um but anyone that is listening to this and is struggling with anything that we've talked about there Mm. are resources online um now obviously Georgina and I are in the UK um Mm. we are very lucky that we still in this country have that option um so we will make sure that when this episode is released there we will share some of the resources if you need an abortion but also if you need someone to talk to or you want other um gynecological women's health issues that you want some information and some help on we will make sure that we post those um yeah and share them in the podcast description and on our social media so you can you know access support, support and, for those areas. you know because this is what the whole reason that you know you and I started this podcast wasn't it George was to kind of talk about things that affected us and to not um sugarcoat things talk about things as realistic with realistically as we can and at the end of the day it's what I suppose what we're trying to get across here is is that we are fundamentally not saying that you 
have to have an abortion we aren't to be honest however pissy I get I'm not even saying that you should agree with it or not but I think what's important to me in everything that we discuss is and in life in general is that we do as you've said before we have that body autonomy we have the freedom to choose and please just read up on things educate yourself and make an informed decision for yourself yeah I think fundamentally it comes down to your and this applies to life in general all over you all have we all have the right to our own views and opinions and way we live our lives but you don't have the um the right right. to impose any opinions or beliefs on anybody else yeah so take ownership for your own opinions and views and live those but yeah respect that other people have their own as well and that and 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 read like you know you just said read educate yourself Mm -hmm. find out more about why people might have this view how it affects other people and that's just generally a a rule Mm -hmm. for life you know we all yeah absolutely and and when we say read tiktok is great for awareness over certain subjects obviously you've got to be careful about what section of TikTok you're in. Um, I know for a fact it can be incredibly biased one way or the other. I think everybody knows that. So do range of sources is always good as my yeah I I just um, I said I said this to somebody yesterday in that like they don't teach critical thinking in school but for my personal my kind of reflexing when I see something that I think is a new Mm -hmm. point of view or a new piece of information that I've not heard before or something that's just generally interesting the first thing I do is type it into google and have a look at other sources because social media um is very good at showing us this similar or the same viewpoints and opinions and it's very easy to end up down like a rabbit hole or in an echo chamber of hearing the same opinion or view because once you start looking at something that's all it's going to show you because it wants to keep you on the app for longer and the algorithms algorithms are just uh, um, another Mm -hmm. rabbit hole to go down but ultimately just having a look at some of the sources and looking at sources or information that you know is generally balanced Mm -hmm. or impartial as much as it can be you know nothing is but you can look at other sources to find out information so using that as just a real easy tool to whack it into google and see what's out there on the news or um and then you can delve into different points of view and read blogs and look at social media and see what other people individually are saying about things but it is always important to get a slightly wider view on um any kind of important issue or non-important issue for example why do we have belly buttons you know you might see a tiktok about that it's really easy to go and google that and see genuinely you know what <laughs> science says as well as what tiktok says because you know it might not be it might not be the same because yeah, i think exactly. this a lesson that and again i feel like we've got a whole new i've got a whole other episode here but i think it absolutely highlights the view that the loudest voice isn't always the correct one 
Yeah, absolutely. That's are, really, I think that's how, a really nice now, way to end I'm, this. I'm not moment. saying they're incorrect or correct. The loudest voice is just the loudest. Mm-hmm. And you then have to look into it. And we'll leave yeah. that there. <laughs> I think we could that's go a really nice way. We could go on forever, but that's a really nice way to end it. Um, absolutely. So, what else are we going to talk about today then, Katie? Well, one thing, as this is kind of um, a new series of the pod, obviously we've had our little discussion, we've had our stats, we love a stat, love a stat, mm-hmm. um, and obviously we'll share those resources. We also wanted um, the opportunity to, I suppose, ask, well, you guys listening at home, ask us a question or a confession. So we will definitely be, if you're listening to this, please go over to our um, Instagram at the middle space and we will be on stories putting up little boxes for you to fill in that gives you the opportunity to send us a question or send us a confession but more of that will come as we go along but actually George I have a question for you because obviously since I know since (laughs) are you ready I'm about to quiz you on the American constitution no I'm joking um (laughs) can you imagine oh bloody hell um no I mean since we last recorded you have indeed got married I have we have a married woman in the midst um so (laughs) a little bit of little bit of a back oh were you showing something off then my dear no No? oh sorry I heard you cough and I thought that was like a (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were flashing the bling or something because I was on the page no 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 um so a bit of background I can blast the bling though there we go there we go um obviously you and Aaron are now happily married been together how long oh seven years nearly eight years I think it's got the point I remember marvellous and I Katie am painfully single (laughs) I'm sure at some point we we won't we won't go in we won't get into all of that now but my question is does it feel different being married is my question no it doesn't (laughs) Well, okay, okay then moving on. No, I mean, I mean, it, it, it does a little bit like. You can say no, it's fine. I mean, it does a little bit. For example, like when I say my husband, when I talk about him, that is different. It is I bet that's just weird, doesn't it? Um, and also when I get asked my name now, sometimes because. I am going to keep my surname because what it's really yeah. unique and I really like it. So, but I'm going to move it to a middle name eventually, not now, but at some point and then take his name. So like my social media has both names now, but yeah. I will be moving it. As in, so I'll have two middle names in the end. Um, but I don't want to do that to my passport. It's about to run out because I don't want to waste yeah. my money. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know thrifty and married at the same time my my one of my other friends she has literally just changed her passport but she's getting married next july so basically she's gone 10 years obviously of not having to do anything and she's now going to have to apply for two passports in a year 
Oh no, I mean, I just—I need to be thrifty and married at the same time. To be honest, so you know, <laughs> you did well. Exactly. To spend my money on. I spent yeah. the money on wedding. Don't need to spend on a passport. So yeah, no, so yeah, so it is weird when you say that because I can put misses now as my title, yeah. and even though my instinct is the way to put me Andrea and Merkel, never put the ends on the end. But our life hasn't really changed. We still live together. Um, one big thing after we got married is I started looking at life insurance because that's a thing and imagine tomorrow something bad happened like how would I I mean this is relevant to you whether you're um, in a relationship or or not but like how would I take a break from work and not feel pressure to rush back and how would I afford to live in my house and all of those things in the same front are running the other way around so it's really important um, but also, like, life insurance, critical illness, insurance, like, in case one of us Absolutely. gets really sick and can't work, like, how would we, aff- again, afford, especially with the cost of things right now? So yeah. that's different. Like, I have started looking into that more. Um, and I think that's, I, I just to jump in, I think that is the, I think it's one of those things that people don't, or even I think sometimes choose not to think about when they get married, because yeah that is nothing in life changes apart you know day to day you know Mm. especially in this day and age where we're more and more I would say I don't have the statistic in front of me the majority of couples do live together have lived together a long time of course many already share children Mm -hmm. um you know they do or don't share a mortgage and I think that legal change is the biggest thing you know the fact that when you're tied in marriage you are elite you are legally attached to that person for both better or worse you know that's a really something happened to you George your your next of kin is Aaron so if something was to happen to you medically the decision is now no longer your parents it is Aaron's should something happen to you that stuff now belongs to Aaron as well. I know. By default. Like that was a really, otherwise. Yeah. That was a really, that was something that like I, I thought after the wedding is like, mm-hmm. we now share financial responsibility for each other. Yes. You, you so, completely. And if one of you ends up in trouble, it's you go down swinging. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I am responsible, like you said, for Aaron's medical decisions, you know, up until, I yeah. mean, how long we've been together, you know, I am, I feel responsible for much, much parts of his life because I'm, I'm, more, I'm a type A person, he's a type B person. But, you know, at the end of the day, those responsibilities were laid, would have laid with his mum mum, and mine with my yeah. dad. Um, yeah. And that's not the case anymore. Like, and, 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 and I'm a planner and I like, so I have made decisions about what should happen to me in the case that something does happen to me in terms of my medical care and um life you know what happened end of life and all that kind of thing and I've thought about those and like Mm -hmm. have I've said what I want I mean Aaron's not the planner so he doesn't think ahead but I would be responsible for his choices and he would be responsible for mine and I chose my dad a long time ago because he's quite logical and he, he he would emulate the same feelings I have about that but yeah Aaron's responsible for that now so so it 
our day-to-day life hasn't changed. Our day-to-day life has changed because we have a puppy. That yeah. is the biggest change. I mean, it it, it it's completely changed everything that has, but it hasn't changed because we're married. But some of the big things have changed. And I think, yeah, you know, I speak to I spoke to somebody else who's married the other day and she said, Do you feel any different? And I said, Not really. And she said, Well, I did because we were in our partnership. Now I've always felt that me and our own were a partnership anyway when we moved into our house together and things. So I don't feel that has changed, but it suddenly dawns on me that I am not a teenager anymore. I am on the mm. upper side of 20. You know, you know, it's five. funny you say that. I realised, I think it was when I was, was it 24? I don't, and I don't know why this number in particular, this isn't a me casting aspersions on anyone that was before this number. But I remember going to 23 getting to 23 and going you know what if I got married now or I had a if I got pregnant now people wouldn't think it was weird yeah now that that's again that's not my personal opinion I'm of all that you can people younger than that you know fair enough that is completely your circumstances I think it says I know, more no, about I mean, like, society as a whole you know, if you were to tell someone, a relative, even, you know, your granny, your great aunt Brenda, whatever, that, oh, I'm pregnant, oh, I'm married, they don't go, oh, dear. Yeah. Congratulations. That's, I think, and I know, because obviously I'm older than you by a couple of years, and obviously I'm nowhere near. I have, you know, I don't even have another half, let alone a ring on the finger. Um. So it's all very, when your friends start getting, and this is why I asked you, because, you know, when all your friends start getting married and stuff like that, it's it's very weird and it's actually nice. And I would recommend that anybody that is single and maybe worried about their singleness, talk to a married person that you trust the opinion of. Because, of course, some people have disagreeing but if you know if me and you genuinely agree on stuff so actually mm. talking to you about this stuff it stops marriage becoming this thing that is so romanticized and obviously it's romantic yeah, and it's no, lovely I mean, and yeah that, I know exactly, it's, I know not exactly this, what it's not this I suddenly realized he was my husband and I met eyes met down the aisle and we ran off into the sunset and actually fundamentally it was no different to the day before no it isn't it isn't I don't know not changed it a whole lot. it's a lot it's complicated and marriage is difficult and mm. actually out of the two of you out of but sorry I meant out of the both of us I have far men I've arguably more freedoms independence than you do mm. because yeah. I do not have a husband to think about now do I begrudge that sometimes? Of course. So I think it's the swings and roundabouts of things. Again, I think this goes back to our previous point when we were having our previous conversation on abortion. It is talk to people and weigh things up and read different things and discuss things and educate yourself and talk to people in different walks of life and all this kind of stuff because actually that getting those various opinions ironically doesn't make doesn't imbalance things it actually balances it out 
because yeah. you get a balanced view of stuff yeah I think I agree and so that really ties it up for the end of the episode doesn't it we've like come full yeah. circle basically respect other people's opinions read more about things and yeah be welcome absolutely people. <laughs> yeah I know who'd have thought that would have to be I mean, I, I always think it's a great thing to say, but it's it's a shame it's under these circumstances. But you know what? If it if it gets people talking about important things and start yeah. educating people and getting people more vocal before it gets worse, because sorry to be a scaremonger, but it will get worse. If yeah. it is that absolutely awful kick up the backside it it won't make it a good thing but as I said it can yeah a pity party is not the way forward so absolutely um but yeah we'll leave it there then our first episode of series two of the middle space thank you for joining us you can head over to the podcast description to get our um any resources to support you after following up listening to the podcast and you can head over to our social media for more chat and join the group chat and be part of our instagram and um yeah listen to us talk next time (laughs) see you later see you later